crazy because I told myself last week that I was going to go to another recording software and bitch didn't do it. Nope. Why? I just didn't have time. Today's this week has been super duper busy from auditioning to learn and then when I auditioned for <coughs> main stage, I had like five different scenes they wanted me to do and they weren't short scenes, they were like six pages a piece. Not to mention my other auditions. Not to mention shows. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't like, I was, I had nothing to do. Not to mention the fact that I have kids and a husband. Mm. Like, this is the life I've chosen. <laughs> so, I couldn't complain about it. I couldn't be like, what the fuck? That's how I feel, though. But, at the same time, it was a lot of scenes. It was a lot of scenes. So, it's been a super busy weekend. So, I, I didn't like get, none of them. I didn't get time to do any of this extracurriculum stuff. Like, download a new recording software and make sure I have that available for... Make sure I have something to soundproof out Felonius's Chipotle. You know, I didn't have all those options, so I had to. <laughs> hey. It's your petty ass. Hey, don't be giving me that look, okay? Petty as hell, Joe. Because I'm not going to be dealing with all this energy. I learned how to talk like that in prison. Hey, you crazy as hell, Joe. You petty as hell. Damn, so why do I know how to talk like that? I guess You're I from just... Harvey. That's the same thing. As prison? When people leave Harvey, what do they say? He escaped. You know what? I'm not going to sit here and let you disrespect my my land. Okay? My beautiful land. It's not yours. It was at one point. It was never yours. It was always in white folks. That's not true. We owned our house. But you ain't paid them taxes that came and got that money. We owned our property, our area, where we buried our dog. Zero. We owned that. Area too. Yes, we did bury Zero. I flushed that nigga. What is wrong with you? What do you mean you would have flushed him? What is wrong? Like so he's a angry. fucking mouse or something? He was a big ass mouse. No, he wasn't a big ass mouse. He was a big ass German Shepherd, and he wasn't. He wouldn't have been able to be flushed, and Where'd we would have had to burn him to flush him, he which would have even been worse. What do you mean? What did he work? In our backyard, nigga, he made sure that nobody run up in that motherfucker. She got a alarm system. You don't never have to bury that or feed it. But you got to pay it every month. You got to walk it. We didn't walk up. We didn't walk them dogs. Them dogs stayed chained up outside. They were y'all black. They were literal protection. Y'all makers. Ah, uh, you know what? I should be offended. And I think I am. I'm just cool. not 100% sure yet. Good. Let me know. What up, y'all? It's Kelly Talks with this nigga. Um, I mean, <laughs> with Monk. <laughs> Jesus, man. That was this, a hard R. That, that was, no, it wasn't an R. I was nigger. Hey, mm, I never say no. nigger. It sounded very, it sounded. No. Okay. Ever since I saw Rosewood, I'm not able to say nigger with the E-R right. comfortably. Okay. I'm just letting y'all know. some type of way about it. That crunching y'all hearing is me eating Chipotle. Uh, Chipotle, which I'm not a fan of, but I had to eat something with no meat. Pause. Because... Because Felonius is not eating meat anymore. He stopped smoking cigarettes. I think our last podcast shut that shit down. But I saw him eating some McDonald's fries the other day. That's not true either. <laughs> no, I haven't had wasn't. meat in a week. I haven't had a cigarette in two days. I haven't had a drink in two days. That is com- That's me clapping. And y'all. I haven't been able to see in 12 hours. <laughs> My eyes bad as hell. 
Is it bad because of the? I think my nerves just bad, and oh, I'm, yeah. I'm like my, I'm squinting all day to keep from slapping the fuck out of people. I told y'all <laughs> the reason I don't smoke. I mean, the reason I smoke is to keep from slapping folks. And without the cigarettes, I'm just uh, I'm always yeah. on the verge of telling somebody to suck my black dick, and you don't want to say that like just randomly. That's that's not nice. That's not a nice thing to say to people. Not strangers. That's a weird. Why would this shut the fuck up? Suck my dick. Not not anybody really. Not anybody. I don't even think that's appropriate to say to your wife. My wife would beg to dip. Your wife would beg to dip. Maybe not in that tone. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't know if I would be okay with my husband hey, saying. Hey honey, you look sexy as hell. Suck well, my, my husband dick. wouldn't say suck my black dick. That would be really that weird. That would be really that would be weird. Really weird yeah, you shouldn't that. be okay with that. I wouldn't that be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mike just walk in, hey, Kelly, suck my black dick. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What first happened? of all, first of all, wait a minute. What <laughs> did you burn it? What what happened yeah, to right. you? Your dick have Are an you accident? burning? <laughs> and oh. if so, <laughs> no, I'm definitely not gonna suck it. That's a lot. Speaking of which, that's our um, <laughs> our conversation today. It's not dick sucking. It's not dick sucking. Yeah, that was weird. Speaking of which, the, the big black speaking dicks. Of, speaking um, of sucking big black dicks, that's our conversation today. No, our conversation today is about soulmates. So let the soul glow. I know that's two different things. They were talking about hair. And we talking about togetherness, but we talking about soulmates. Do they exist? Are they real? I feel like we've had. Did we have this conversation before? Nope. You sure? We might have had this conversation, but off, not on air. Yeah, I don't think we've had it on air. Hey. Hey, you know what? Your shirt we is had, pressed really well. Let me you. say that's some prison shit you got going right there. Like that's Turn some up. straight up. That's creased up. Hell this yeah, Joe. This nigga been in the yard. My shirt stays. I'm in here. Bang. His uh. shirt is like you. I got my joint for the VR. In case I had the VR today. Somebody might come see me. I want to make sure I was sharp. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know what VI means. Visit. Oh, visit. The VI. They call it the VI. Mm-hmm. Alrighty then. Um That's where I met my slow mate. I'm kidding. <laughs> visiting hours or in the prison? In the visiting. Oh, okay. I was wow. like, Ooh, we I didn't know. I didn't it's know. Really awkward. They have female uh guards and yeah, Orange is the New Black. You remember the oh, female the dude had the, yeah, yeah. guy and the guy got together and loved each other. Love. That was so interesting. Not really. To me it was. It's well, like how you even get to know somebody. The most interesting part to me was the dude and then, have a leg. And then, too, my problem is, see, I'm crazy stalkerish type, so I can't even follow up behind yeah, you, Yeah, you can't nigga. stalk from prison. Well, I mean, they did have the one chick that, that was drove the van. She stalked the dude. Oh, yeah, but she was in for stalking, so she had a different set of... That was her shit. <laughs> right, she had a skill. <laughs> yeah, her skill set was amazing. She got a dude house, took a shower. Yeah, that's was not a soulmate, the by the way. That is not a soulmate. That is not That's a, a crazy heifer. Crazy heifer. We talking about Orange is New Black. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the series, but this one particular character escaped from prison and went to the guy's house in which she was in prison for in the first place and was stalking him. And didn't and even escape like, I'm gone. Like, escape for, let me just get an hour, I'll be right back. Yes, came back. Came back. But left her scent in his house. Like, broke in, took a bath in his bathtub, tried on his wife's clothes. It was it was crazy. It was some straight up crazy shit. Stuff that Kelly used to do before she got married. Yep, so shout I don't out to, do that no more. I don't shout do out to Mike no for, you know, Removing I haven't that. even climbed on a roof in at least seven years. That's such a weirdly constructed sentence. Like, <laughs> like you How open you know? with, I How haven't even know? climbed on a roof. How like, you know like, I wasn't doing like roof maintenance? Because you weren't. You right, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> you need no proof, nigga, because you weren't. 
No, I uh, we we want to talk about soulmates, and if that can change throughout the course of a relationship, where you think somebody's your soulmate, or you think somebody isn't your soulmate, and then they become your soulmate throughout the course of the of the marriage or the relationship. How are we defining soulmate? Soulmate, you know, I don't really think there is such thing as soulmate, honestly. So right. if we're having this conversation, I would be on the opposing side of. Soulmates. Yeah, I don't know if you can. Because I don't know if you can. Because first of all, we got to define what the soul is. Anyway, I ain't gonna do that. But I know, right? I don't. I have no idea. Yeah, soulmate sounds is. like like the way I've heard it defined is two people who were meant to be, and no matter what, somehow their lives, when they find each other, is gonna be perfect. And fuck well, no. I don't think that's what soulmate is. What I the fuck is it? I think that soul. <laughs> Damn, you angry about that? You so mad? You so mad about? I, I ain't been smoking cigarettes, y'all. <laughs> Shit. This is gonna be a, this gonna be a, like at least another two months where I'm just spazzing the fuck out. Okay. All right. Let, thanks for preparing me. Now Ooh. I know. Now I know. Ooh. I think that soulmate is when two people have a genuine connection, and that genuine connection allows them to relate to each other on a deeper level. And that deeper level... Isn't there uh, a Ten City song about that? A who? Ten City. Two people make a vow to be together. What's the name of that song? Was that Ten City or was that... Sylvester? I have no idea. Well, you keep talking. So I think that a soulmate, I think that that's what a soulmate is. Like two people that connect without trying, right? Because you have people that see somebody and they say, oh my God, I like them. Oh my God, I like them. And right. then they try to be together and they put forth the effort and energy into making that relationship work. But then you have two people that just come together and they just naturally click. Right. It's just one of those things where it's like, wow, I enjoy this person. I enjoy being around them. I enjoy um, talking to them. They get me. I wonder if that's a real thing. I personally don't think it is. I mean, my wife and I have are like that. We really just, as soon as we met each other, we got along fine, everything. But there was work before that. It was just like a lot of questions were asked the very first conversation we had. So if you had seen us on our first date, it would have looked like we were extremely comfortable. But that might be because the work was done before the first date, and we weren't. You mean over the phone? Yeah, over the phone, over the text, and and... I trusted her answers. Excuse me, that was from eating all this. I'm gonna try to edit that out, y'all. But if not, he burped. And I don't know. It was if it's a good one too. It was like one of from the gut. If it's gonna get out, I'm gonna anyway. try. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I mean, but with that said, I don't know that with soulmates as much as with two people who went through a whole bunch of shit, and that's how we figured out who we were, and what we were looking for, and then when we saw each other, we recognized each other. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, like I like that. As opposed to a person that has been through something and they and they've gotten to a point in their life right. where you see that. Yeah. I've narrowed down all the shit that I know I don't want. I look at her. She's narrowed down all the shit that she knows she doesn't want. We talk about it, and there's this space in the middle. We like, okay, well, I can fit in there, and I that's like what that. we did. So, yeah. By the way, that is Ten City. Uh, that's the way love is. Is the name of that song. And, uh, and I've never heard it. Um, wow. And it is house music, and you are from Illinois. You might have to give oh, your little pass my back. God. Anyway, just because I'm from from Illinois don't mean I necessarily like house music. Why? Because of the house picnic? You think wow. supposed to be like... Or because it originated here at the Warehouse Club in Chicago. Where, and you see, you're showing your age because I'm I'm 11 years younger than you, which means... So is my wife. Well, so what? God damn it. <laughs> she has an old soul. That's why y'all connected oh, in the middle nigga. and shit and found that place of, of togetherness, wow, God damn that's it. a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> You know, back in my, for real, back in my, I do like house music, but my era was juke music. 
I came in right after house music. Mm, no, too. That was a little fast ass high parts of church. And juke music was also originated here in Chicago, mm-hmm. um, which is the shit. I still love juke music to this day. I ain't gonna juke. Fuck around and boy, uh, blow your hip out, nigga. I saw Gone. a juke video one time. It was like they never gonna find they soulmate. <laughs> Ever. Ever. It's not happening. That looked like too much fun. I'm not even gonna look for my soulmate. If when we I'm doing that, hell no. That's funny. Um, yeah, I think that I think that every relationship, people, you know what I've noticed is that people get married and they think that that mm. erases the work that it's has more to work. be. That has to be, it's so much more. It's so much more. So this conversation transpired from a situation over the weekend. Me and Mike kind of had like a. A little, um, I don't want to say like a argument. You ain't swing on him, right? No, I didn't do. Cool, cool, I, didn't, cool. I didn't hit him this time. Cool. I try to. I try to limit that to once a year. Because uh, hey, uh, Mike, you know, if you ever see me and you, you think it's gonna happen, just blink three, four times, man. I got your back, man. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let you go to jail. <laughs> oh, it's definitely him. It's his fault. He would have to go to jail. It's always the man's fault, right? Even if he, even if he doesn't hit you, if all he does is hit you in the hand with his face, he's going to jail. That's it. That's why That's I say it. just double blink, fam. I got down, you. And I'm crying. I'm crying hard. I'm going to use my Hotels Tonight app. I'm going to put you in under an <laughs> alias. She won't even know where to find you. She says she ain't been on the roof in a long time. I always know how to find people. Know that. There is no getting away from me. Uh, but we had a little bit of running this weekend. I guess y'all did. And and it was, it was one of those situations where, because back in the day, what I would do, right, if I had an argument with a guy, if I was in a relationship... I was gone. Like, if we argue, I was like, well, fuck you then. And, and it was so easy for me to walk away and say, this ain't what I want. But not that because I'm married changed that attitude because it didn't. I mean, for hell, the first year of our marriage, I was doing that. I was like, oh, well, y'all fuck broke, it. Y'all we, broke up after every We can get a divorce, right? Oh, my God. It was so crazy. It was so crazy. It's like, well, I can divorce you. I can divorce you. And it was some straight up bipolar shit. I was back and forth every other day. Um, but now I'm at a point where... I do look at the entire scenario a little bit differently, and I question whether or not I was right, or even if it's not about me being right or wrong, but about whether or not I handled the conversation mm-hmm. the way it should have been handled. Mm-hmm. You know, I like really step back and evaluate things a little differently. And this particular situation, he was venting wow. about something. And it had nothing to do with you. No, it did have something to do with me. Oh, but you, was, you probably was wrong. I hate you so much right now. That's not true. So we, we were, he was venting, and it wasn't all about me. It was about just stuff in general, but in parts it had something to do with me, and I took offense to it, and therefore became combative and defensive because I was like, yo, you're not going to sit and vent to me about me, nigga. Like, you know what I mean? And oh. it, was just like, it was just like this really aggressive. And you're like, so you would rather me go talk to somebody else about you. Response. Right. And we have that understanding in our in our marriage where we don't go talk to other people. Right. If we have an issue with each other, we come and we talk to each other about it. But I guess I had... He was having a bad day. He, he was having a bad day and I was having a bad day, which kind of made it into a bad situation. And you know, when people, my thing is this, if something happens in a marriage or a relationship or anything, don't let that shit sit for months. Mm-mm. You you attack that situation. You might, not let it, you might not address it right this second. Not that you very second. Let because your emotions go. Yeah. But yeah. But within, a, within a couple days, you need to say, hey, mm-hmm. you know, Friday, that thing, let's talk about that thing. And... In this particular instance, even though we are good for doing that, in this particular instance, he hadn't done that. 
and so it was sitting. It was sitting for a while, and so now the shit that he was venting about was shit that ain't even happened in the last month, right? But some stuff had happened in the last month, and it just became this conversation of like, well, what the fuck? You know, you going back three, four months, and you coming with some shit that happened last week, and it's like now we have just an array of bullshit wow. that apparently I'm at fault for. Do you have a knife in your back? Um, two, actually. I have one on each side. Cool. Why, you want to make sure you don't say anything that'll... Well, no, I, I, I can run still. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm still in really good shape. But I'm just making sure I know where the weapons are in case some shit jump off. Um, but to me, that's more like soulmate shit. See, to me, soulmates are people who will fight to keep their shit together. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to beep a lot of this shit. I've been eating beans. Um, and I want to know how this shit sounds. I want to know is why I'm talking. If it's like, I in hope so. the background. <laughs> Probably but, not, but um, I think that's to me what, so a soulmate, like, I think you can become soulmates. Yeah, and that's what I was wondering. I think that's the issue you, is that people think a soulmate is I walk into this room, I meet this person, and magic happens. But I think you can become soulmates because this deep, that deeper understanding that you're talking about it comes from a vulnerability. You have to open your soul up. Mm-hmm. How, how will I know that's my soulmate if she's got her wall up? And I had mine up most of my life. So how, how our souls are supposed to be so strong to cut through the bullshit? Fuck out of here. Right. Like a soulmate to me is that person that you see enough spark in that you're willing to put your guard down. And you're willing to work through it with you them because it, right. you see that they, you know I've, I've realized that even in in the course of me working through how, who i am as an individual i'm noticing more and more that mike has stuff that he's working through mm-hmm. right as an individual and we don't always let our mates know what those things are we even really if do. we say we do even if we say we've been completely transparent there's so much shit that on an individual level we are always working through and dealing with on our own mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily something that we will share with anybody whether it's our mate. Oh. Somebody just came in and closed the door. Ah! Scream. Anyways. Whether it's our mates. Whether it's our, it's, it's not necessarily something that we would tell our mate. It's not something we would tell our best friend. It's not something we would tell our mother. Sometimes, and I was just talking about this online the other day. We have thoughts. And people are like, you should, if you got a partner, you should share everything. Your thoughts, your dreams, your hopes, your fears. But you have thoughts sometimes that aren't completely, com- that aren't completed. Like you're like, I, something is bothering me about this. If you just say it out loud, it sounds ridiculous because you haven't thought it through. Think mm-hmm. it through. Now, if you think it through, you may come up with a solution on your own. Yeah, that's what therapy is. That's what therapy therapy is. Not somebody helping you no, through no. your shit. They it's you, you talk talking it to them, and then you like, God damn it. That's how I save money on a therapist. I talk out loud to myself. Now, people think I need a therapist because I talk out loud to myself. <laughs> what they don't know is I understand how therapy works. I look right in the mirror and go, so what happened today? Well, me. Yeah, that's a little crazy. I would think you need a therapist, too. Right. But if it works for you, then it works for you. No people have been injured in the making of this. You <laughs> see the, what I mean? Yeah. I haven't shot anybody in 25 years, so I think it's working. Hey, and if that's your if that's your that is measuring how I, that's point, how I gauge. If that's, if that's how you gauge it, then goddamn it. I was on stage last working. night and a dude yelled out "Go Cubs" because I had on a Yankees cap and I didn't jump off the stage and backhand him. You did curse him out though. He deserved to be cursed out. He was in an open environment. There were people with microphones coming up to speak. He had heckled every single one of them, and before I could even say a word, that motherfucker. Oh, so he yelled. heckled everybody. He heckled everybody, and when I walked up, the first thing he said was, "Go!" I hadn't even opened my mouth. 
He was like, go cows. I was like, are you saying that because I got on this hat? But I, I wanted to go down and say, man, shut the fuck up while I'm, I'm doing so my goddamn I'm so happy you didn't set. do that. Right. I'm so happy. And I, and I had that amount of restraint while not smoking. Do you, I didn't I'm even so have a drink. I'm so proud of you. I'm so you know, I always have my drink like right as I'm walking on stage. I didn't even have a drink. So whoever you were, white man in the third row, <laughs> just know that what you did last night was avoid an ass whipping. And you don't know how close you came to an ass whooping. It's like when you look down at your phone and your car almost goes off the road, and when you look up, you're still in between the lane. But what you missed was that a child ran right in front of your car. You just didn't see it because you were looking down. And you, you almost had, had a manslaughter case. You almost had a manslaughter case. And last night, you almost were the man who was slaughtered. <laughs> so just in case you go back to the Laugh Factory, never yell out before Kami gets started because he might be having a bad day. and He might slap the fuck out of you. Ooh, I'm gonna have to edit that. That went all off director. That was like way up. My bad, yo. He might slap you, is what I was saying. Oh, okay, yeah, you did that completely different than yeah. uh My bad. Wow. But so, go back to the soul make yeah. point you were trying to make. Yeah, no, my wife not clearly formulated thoughts. Like, I agree with that. And I think yeah. that's where the issue came in with, with him because I asked him if he was alright. And he said, Yeah, I just uh um Right. Yeah, and then he just didn't say, and I, and then me, being me, was like, well, you was about to say it, so go ahead, so go ahead and say it. What's what's going on? And he was like, well, I don't necessarily know. And this actually came out after the fact, right? Yeah. After we had the the little back and forth, he was like, that's why I didn't want to say anything because I wasn't sure if I was completely in the right with what I was feeling and what I was thinking. So I wanted to think through it and process it first right. before coming to you about it. And sometimes, unfortunately, that does take more than a couple of days. And that's respected. That's and, that, respected. and that's the weird part about that is if you live in, like, okay, you had, this week you had shows, you had auditions, you had stuff you were writing, da 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 and then you also have to process regular day-to-day -day shit with your kids, with your husband, with, with your career. Which is why I forgot to upload the goddamn podcast because uh, all that right. shit was happening right. and then I'm arguing with him and I'm like, what the fuck? And then it was all like, All of oh, that shit. happens. And yeah. shit, I mean, my wife just had a baby. There are times where I have to tell her to eat. Oh, because she just moving too fast. And yeah. eating is like, that's a, you you breathe, you drink water, you eat. Those are primary things you're going to do regardless. I don't do drink regardless. waters. My well, bladder doesn't. probably consider it. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, you, you're going to do these things without really thinking about it. You're at least going to drink some type of fluid. And she doesn't, because she's so focused, so I got to make sure that the baby is okay, make sure that the diapers are changed, make sure that he's wearing clothes. And I'll come in and be like, I'll help. She's like, I got it, I got it. And I'm like, okay, well, if you're not going to let me help you do that, I know what I'll do. So I'll go down and cook. And she starts smelling that little garlic with the dip. They get the, up in the house, that little bit of, you know what I mean? Up in the house. You, I'm, I think a couple times she wanted to leave the baby upstairs just come get the food because you got to, you know what I mean? Put the food together. But that's the the tough part is you can't think of everything. And when you have these big overwhelming things happening, it's little shit that'll keep eating away at you. Mm -hmm. Right? It's little shit. And it piles on top with the and rest of the shit that's happening And in then life. you finally get out of this big thing that you needed to address. And now you can focus and you turn and you go, hey, you know you did this little petty ass thing the other day. And last month you did this petty ass thing. Remember when you kept leaving your goddamn bowl beside the bed? I'm so sick and tired of you leaving your goddamn bowl beside the bed. And you're like, I haven't left the bowl beside the bed in a month. Yeah, but I meant to tell your park ass. I meant to tell you last the month about the bowl. bowl but I did. Yeah, so that, that happens too. But the, the soulmate part of it is that in the midst of that conversation, you didn't feel differently about him. You were mad about what was being said, but you didn't feel differently about him. You didn't hear what he was saying and go, man, fuck this nigga. And he yeah. didn't look at you and go, oh, you gonna wild out like that? You know, I'm sick of this shit. 
Y'all still look at each other like, nigga, I love and you, I, but you I, got I to calm the fuck down. I absolutely have so much deep love for my husband. It's like, it's not even articulatable. I don't know if right. that's a word. But, it's close enough. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm unable to articulate it, but it is times where he irritates the shit out of me. And it gets, it gets me a little confused because he'll say, I never look at you and feel irritated. Right. He said, I never had that about you. He said, I, I, I love you. Like, he said, it will be times where I don't agree with you. He said, but I've never looked at you and be like, oh, she gets on my nerves. Mm. And I was like, nigga, well, we just different. Because I have <laughs> like I have moments see. where I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you're getting on my nerves right now. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, just huh. it's well, just what it is. It's you like, never got on my nerves, so. And then you be like, oh. Right, and it does make ah. me feel like, goddamn, am I like not a good person because he's getting on my nerves? No, I mean, so, what gets on your nerves? That's what you have to do. You have to figure out what is it that gets on your nerves. And when you figure out what it is that gets on your nerves, you realize it might not be you. It might be how you were raised. It might be how you taught to see things. It's, and I think that's more so what it is. I think that's, I think that's more so what it is. Just like this. Yeah, but when you open that bag. No, that's my point. Just like this. That got on your nerves because your first thought was, I know they, I know he knows it's going to pick that up. Now, I'm yes, not going to open the bag. That's what I was thinking. But you see my point? <laughs> it didn't get on my nerves. It was just it was letting going you know. To a okay, so if what, I went like this. So let me know y'all what just happened. He has a Chipotle bag in his hand. Um, and and the, and the actual thing to go in the bag, the little tray, and he was about to put it in the bag. He picked up both, and I waved my hand. So he said that that got on my nerves. It didn't get on my nerves. I just knew that it, it was, was going to pick up on this damn and, and and let me just be clear. Um, my nerves are so bad that I'm fidgety because I haven't smoked a drink. Right. So that's why you had to pick that so up. So I had. <laughs> so I was looking at it and it was getting on my nerves. Sitting there. I'm it was just sitting there like it's not in the bag. It's not in the bag. It's trash. It needs to be in the bag. It was getting on my nerves. Yeah. But that's because you put you put stuff back where you found it from when you get it. You don't let it sit out. That's so interesting. I was at the main stage show the other day and I had a. a, a a pretzel that came in a box and I was done with the pretzel and I put the pretzel box under my seat and I'm watching the show and I kept looking at the garbage can and watching the show and looking at the garbage can because I wanted to get up, put take it. the thing over to the garbage can and throw away and then I said, said to myself, Kelly, why does that matter right now? It doesn't. That's the stuff that he does that gets on your nerves. Right now. You can just leave the shit there and watch. I guess in the You see what I mean? I it's a lot. Some, of, some of it is like, you know what? It's just it that probably simple. isn't something that should bother me right now but I wish he wouldn't do that. That I wish he wouldn't do that gets on my fucking nerves. And there's some things you do that I'm sure he like he said, there's some things you do I disagree with, but they don't get on his nerves because he just goes, eh. Whatever, that's her. Yeah. Right. And that's and, and that's not an easy thing to do. That's that some people do that really well. My wife is one of those, eh. Some people come from an upbringing where they have had that type of training almost. Right. Where it's, it's not, like where it's, it's not, not a big deal, don't worry it's about it. It's not a big deal. Like my my daughter came to me last night and she was really emotional. And saying that she just didn't, she didn't understand why sometimes she gets so angry and she was trying to figure it out. And I told her, I said, you know, part of that is my fault. Part of that is having parented you under such aggression mm -hmm. in certain instances, whether I was yelling at you or whether I was yelling at something else mm -hmm. and you were witnessing it. Mm -hmm. And therefore, now when you respond to things or you react to Spot things, it's saying. natural. It's a habitual way of dealing with situations you can't control. And... You know, and even though I I apologize, but I also talked her through how to revisit those situations in the future, and it's not going to be easy. But the fact that she's recognized it at sixteen, it at this age, yeah. you know, and saying like I don't know why these things make me mad. Right. The fact that she can come and articulate that 
it makes me very proud because at 16, I couldn't even articulate that I was mad. At 16, I would have just shot you. I wasn't mad. I wouldn't have shot no damn body. But <laughs> I, I definitely got kicked out of two high schools. I fought a lot. I was just always angry, I didn't want to fight two times. Controlling. You see what I mean? I only wanted to fight you once. Well, I don't think I have the ability to kill somebody. I don't think no. I have that capability. It's not, a, it's not something that you want. Yeah, I don't think I have the capability to. I think if I if it was fight or flight, like if it was a situation yeah, yeah, where I had yeah. no choice and it was me and my children or my my livelihood versus you and yours, uh, then yeah, yeah, I think I would. But to just to um, aggress someone and say, well, you know what? Now you dead. I, I don't think I could. I don't think I have that. Well, anymore. if you find your soulmate, you won't want to do that. No, I, I, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All jokes aside, though, my wife is uh, uh, my wife is uh, uh, the reason that. She's probably the reason that I'm not smoking, but she's definitely the reason that I haven't slapped anybody while I'm not smoking. Because it's not like, you need to quit. It's more like, So would you say she's you your doing? soulmate? Yeah, yeah, I would say that. I, even if I couldn't uh, define soulmate, whatever that looks like, that's probably what we are. Because it's the easiest relationship I've ever had. And it's not, when I say easy, I don't mean it's less work. I mean the work is more rewarding. So you could work. And it's worth it. And it's worth it. You could work through an argument with somebody and then the argument is over and you realize you've addressed that issue, but you still, they still get on your motherfucking nerves. You've been there where you've, okay, we passed this. We moved past this situation. I don't know why I'm still with your ass. Like you fixed whatever the problem was and mm -hmm. you still don't want to, I'm still not sure. This still might not work. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't, that's not our situation. Our situation is if there's an issue, we address the issue and we're so glad that that issue is addressed so we could get back to loving the fuck out of each other. That's how I see it. Now, she might be in that motherfucker right now drawing up papers. I, who knows? <laughs> Fuck this nigga. You know what I mean? I think, too, we compare ourselves to other situations or other people's experiences. Right. And then we say, well, mine isn't like that, so mine must be wrong or mine must right. be broken. Because I was thinking about, um, it's a part in Stephen King's book on writing where he talks about... Killing people. He he does not talk about killing people. What is happening, Felonius? I don't have cigarettes, my nigga. Like okay, I'm we just. We need to get you some goddamn cigarettes. But we don't. Uh, <laughs> something, some fake cigarettes to just have in your mouth Let's to pretend. Talking, yeah, do them push ups. No <laughs> shit. Slap <laughs> the shit out of everybody. I see. <laughs> but no, he has this book called On Writing, Stephen King. In the book, he talks about how he loves when he sees a book that's dedicated to the mate, like the wife or the husband, right. because the wife or the husband is the one that really, really endures the absence, right, mm -hmm. that you have to go through when writing a book. Like, that that person is withdrawn a lot of the time because they're focusing so much on trying to get this product done. And I think what the conversation that we were having the other day was about me being so busy. Right. And that pissed me off because I was like, you're supposed to be the mate that understands that this is how it works. Oh, and yeah. I automatically, like. He's like, hey, I'm not complaining exactly. I'm saying it's been a lot wish, on me too. I just wish that this was time that we spent, right? And you right. know, and I automatically thought, start thinking about how Stephen King's wife gave him the space Absolutely. he needed to do what he needed, which is why he's Stephen King. And now look at me, here that's I am, just asking you, that's a lot of fucking space. This nigga, that's this nigga is, 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 I mean. Fam, I'm asking my wife to do that while raising a kid. It, it is a lot. My wife, has, my wife weighs less right now than she did before she got pregnant. Do you understand what I'm saying? People are like, did she lose the baby weight? Fam, she lost some of the non-baby weight. That's not healthy. Right. She wasn't like uh, trying to lose weight before the baby. So she was trying to gain weight before the baby. Now she's smaller than she was prior. And I'm not there. Yeah. But she's watching my back because she's like, you're close. So I need you to get close. Uh-oh. This is New York. You might have to pause that. 
Let me know when you're ready. So, just so y'all know, we just paused the podcast for a motherfucking telemarketer. Because Monk is so <laughs> excited, he got a couple of opportunities waiting for him. So, I saw that New York number and paused it, and they played your man. They oh played me, B. I was so hurt. Uh, I cried a little. It took like five more minutes. We stopped five minutes ago. You can't tell because of the time we stopped. And I cried for three minutes. And <laughs> Kelly went and got me some Kleenex. And oh we're back now. Oh, my God. What is happening? We're back. Uh, nah. <laughs> no, nah, but the idea that my wife is like, she's, she's, the baby is work, right? The, the Trying to figure out what she's dealing with. And then people trying to tell her how to raise the baby. And oh, the, that's the worst with your yeah, first. You're yeah, you're going through that. And, and then I'm gone every night. Yeah. I'm if if there's seven nights in a week, if I'm not going six of them, that's a blessing. But I'm not just going at night. I'm going during the day. I'm doing podcast tape recordings. I'm doing um, writing a play. Yesterday uh, I was on Windy City Live. Yesterday I was on Windy City Live. Turn up. Uh, I'm writing just new material for the play. A uh, uh, new stand up, which is harder for me to do than people think. I can write a whole story. That's easy. But now I have to write jokes that are particular for this stand up. So I'm doing all of that during the day, and then at night I'm going to do stand up. And she's like, okay, well, I want to clean the room up and arrange this. All right, all right, I got you tomorrow. Tomorrow becomes two months from now. Yeah. Right? And so, yeah, she's the... She's the, the backbone. The, the backbone. People are like, you talk about your wife on stage a lot. Yeah, nigga. Because I couldn't be on stage if it wasn't for my wife. Right. And I think about that. I think about, like, I understand his frustrations. Real talk, if, if it wasn't for Mike, I would not be able to solely focus on the podcast, my right. book, and all these things that I do because I don't have an income. My income is whatever I make off stage, whatever I make off, whatever shows I get on TV, you know, whatever acting gigs I may or may not get. Th- those are the where I make my money from. And then you still got the two for fives, right? And you stupid. The two I'm for like, five dollar hits, the blue tops got to go, Julio Lina's <laughs> getting too hot. And Kel have twins, he probably be two pucks. Oh get my it? God, that's that New York shit, y'all. Two that's that New York pucks. shit. <laughs> Well, on that note, I think we're going to wrap that up because we're hitting 33 minutes and we're trying to keep it short. I just feel like Biggie and Faith was the real soulmate. She stayed with him till he died. Oh, oh, oh. You know what? He pulled out through some shit, too. So, wait. You think him and Lil' Kim were soulmates? Hell, motherfucking no. Why? He stayed with Lil' Kim from before Faith, and they were still together when he was with Faith. Lil' Kim was... Oh. Could you please stop? Uh, what about him and Charlie the, Baltimore? I didn't even know they... Exactly. They, Ain't no soulmates for Biggie. But they weren't soulmates. They, if they Biggie were, might not be, have had a soul. If they were, they'd be with him. He's dead. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the end. Kelly talks. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? If they if they really love that nigga, they'd be in if they had jumped in the you casket with him. You would have died too, bitch. You would have died wow. too. Hey, y'all. That's Kelly Talks with Monk. We out. Sometimes there's just nothing